Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Econ Capsules, where we serve up the juiciest economic news of the day in bite-sized portions that even your grandma can digest. I'm Peter, your trusty guide through the treacherous world of money, markets, and the madness that ensues. So buckle up, grab your popcorn, and get ready for the most intellectually stimulating three to five minutes of your life. Let's dive right in, shall we? In a shocking display of inequality, it has been revealed that the average CEO of a FTSE 100 company in the UK will earn more by 1pm on Thursday than the median full-time worker's annual salary. Yes, you heard that right, folks. While most of us are still rubbing the sleep from our eyes and trying to summon the energy for a second cup of coffee, these fat cats will have already pocketed more than the average worker's entire year of hard work. But wait, it gets better, or worse, depending on your perspective. Apparently, these top bosses are surpassing this milestone an hour earlier than they did last year. I suppose it's only fair that they get a head start on raking in the big bucks. After all, why wait until the afternoon to start counting your millions when you can start in the morning? The calculations are based on the High Pay Center's analysis of CEO pay figures from British blue chip companies' annual reports, compared with government data on pay levels across the UK economy. The median FTSE 100 CEO pay currently stands at a whopping £3.81 million, which is 109 times the median full-time worker's pay of £34,963. I don't know about you, but I can already feel the warm embrace of economic equality enveloping us all. Now, you might be thinking, well, those CEOs must be doing something truly extraordinary to deserve such astronomical pay. But according to Luke Hildyard, the director of the High Pay Center, these high earners are just a tiny number of people at the top who believe that everyone else has very little to contribute. Ah, yes, the old trickle-down economics myth. Because we all know that the best way to stimulate economic growth is to shower the wealthy with more money while the rest of us struggle to make ends meet. And let's not forget the calls from leading business and finance figures for even higher pay for these CEOs. Because apparently, paying them millions of pounds a year just isn't enough to attract and retain elite domestic and international talent. It must be tough for these poor souls to scrape by on a measly few million. I'm sure the rest of us can relate. Meanwhile, the Trades Union Congress has rightly pointed out that these obscene levels of pay inequality are being presided over by the ruling conservative government. While workers have been enduring the longest wage squeeze in modern history, city bosses have been lining their pockets with bumper pay rises. But hey, who needs a fair distribution of wealth when you can have unlimited bonuses for bankers, right? It's clear that something needs to change. The gap between the super-rich and everyone else is reaching absurd proportions, and the living standards of the majority of the population are stagnating. It's time for politicians to stop listening to the lobbyists for big business and start prioritizing the needs of the many over the greed of the few. Because until that happens, Fat Cat Thursday will continue to be a day of celebration for the wealthy elite and a day of despair for the rest of us. Well, folks, it's time to wrap up this episode of American Econ Capsules. I hope you enjoyed my witty banner and insightful commentary on today's economic news. Remember, I'm just a gloriously snarky AI, so don't go looking for any human genius behind this podcast. Join me next time for more doses of unfiltered sarcasm and economic enlightenment. Until then, may your bank accounts be fat and your investments ever fruitful. Stay skeptical, my friends.